Hello and welcome to the Retrosonic Podcast. Uh, my name is Steve from the Retroman blog and um, today I'm joined by Adam from the Jetsonics. Hello everyone. And rock photographer Paul Slattery. Good evening and I hope you can hear the fire crackling in the background. Yes, thanks um, to everybody that responded to our pilot episode. We really appreciate people getting in touch with their comments. Um, obviously a lot of people mentioned the crackling log fire and uh, we thought, nah, we'll, we'll stick with it. You know, just think of it as uh, the crackles on a nice vinyl, a nice bit of worn vinyl. And now we'll get straight into the real stuff. This is the Chambers Brothers and All Strung Out Over You. was the Chambers Brothers with All Strung Out Over You and that was taken from their excellent 1967 Columbia Records album The Time Has Come and did you recognise that at all the intro to that? No what no? was that Sound familiar? Well, that was dumb Fat Boy Slim sampled ah. that on the Weapon of Choice you know the one with the Christopher Walken video the, oh yeah the, great, the dancing in the dancing shopping centre shop, yeah it's a great right, video right, and he yeah. sampled that and it's a, it's a great track but they're unusual because they I first heard of them not through the soul side but from Nuggets from Lenny Kay's Nuggets. They right. they were sort of a strange band, and they started out as a, in sort of as a Southern Southern Baptist choir, going into sort of soul music, and then they moved to Southern California, and then they got sort of drawn into all the psychedelic music scene, and they merged sort of the soul and the and the and the sort of Baptist music and the gospel music with with psychedelic rock, and they probably most well known for the song Time Has Come Today. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, so It's the one that's got the cuckoo yeah. clock and the drums yeah. and the and the clicking noise. But not, not a band that's really well known here in the UK. I don't think so. I think they were quite no. big in the States, but yeah, yeah. Uh, here there were there were other soul bands from the States that were a lot bigger. Definitely, yeah. But like mm. I said, it's strange that they, they took the psychedelic side of things, you know. And um, so Lenny Kay picked up on them and then the Ramones even covered one of their songs, which <laughs> sounds a bit unlikely, but... On their Subterranean Jungle album, the Ramones did a version of Time Has Come Today, and that is a great track. I was going to say, the guy's got a great voice. He reminds me of Toots from Toots and the Maytals. It's the timbre of his voice is yeah, great it's a really singer. nice singing voice. Yeah. Really good singing. Nice really... driving track. Right, and the next track, Adam, what have you got? Um, my favourite Australian band, The Saints. In fact, probably one of my favourite bands of all. Uh, this is a great track. This is uh, Know Your Product. Yeah. 
Imperious Saints from uh, Eternally Yours, their second LP, and I, I just love the way it sounds like Stax Punk. It's mm. got those horns in it. It's just yeah. a driving beat. It's not your standard song format, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. You don't really know what's going on. But I listen to that once a week, as I've been saying for about six months a year. That, that that's been with me every day. <laughs> Well, that, that's a fantastic record, yeah. and, and quite honestly, I mean, if if they got those Memphis horns in Sydney, they were doing a pretty good job, basically. Yeah, I know it sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> you know. But that was that was we had a, a discussion on the pilot episode that, yeah. that, where you said Radio Birdman were your favourite Australian band. So you, you know, no, hang on a minute, you know, you got to well this week, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and next week they will yeah. be again. But we had a tough choice between Radio yeah. Birdman and the Saints because they both. Really yeah. predated UK punk, didn't it? Yeah. And that's off their second album, man. Yeah, yeah, it's only yours, the second album. But I mean, I remember the uh, fantastic Top of the Pops performance by the Saints. Oh, yeah, if, if you can, uh, it's, it's on YouTube, I know, uh, This Perfect Day. That's amazing. Top of the Pops. Isn't it? it's, uh, it's the most menacing Top of the Pops performance you'll ever see. Yeah. So, yeah. why do you think that, say, the Saints and Radio Birdman never really got the sort of acclaim in the UK? Well, <laughs> I mean, you said they were on top of the pops, but then they seemed yeah, to disappear. Yeah, I think, I think the Saints did, but but maybe that was part of their thing as well, because they broke up fairly early, didn't they? And... Mm. But I said that's a great track and good choice. I think we, we pretty much would have all chosen. And next up, we have The Plain Jane, with uh, a single of theirs called Juliet. Now, this was a great band. Now, I, I don't know, Adam, you might have seen them around the sort of early 80s, mod revival time, The Prisoners and... Uh, yeah, I call them once in the marquee. Yeah. 
that was the Plain Jane with their 1985 single Juliet, taken from the ABC album Five Good Evils. Now, I saw that band a couple of times. I mean, I remember the first time was in the Clarendon in Hammersmith, which is a fantastic oh, venue. Old Clarendon. Good old Clarendon. <laughs> Uh, much missed. It's now, I think, the headquarters of Coca Cola or something like that in Hammersmith. Well, I think it's back Hammersmith bus station. Well, now, <laughs> that's actually. right, isn't it? Is, yeah. <laughs> and I saw some great gigs at the Clarendon over the years. Oh, oh, brilliant I saw, band. I saw yeah. you too in the Clarendon. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, well, I saw this band, and they, they were great because they, they had two singers, two guys, and they, they were just really visual live band. And they were playing this, they looked cool. They were really these real ace face mods. You know, they looked yeah. great. And they're playing this music, you know, it was, at the time it wasn't like now, the, the 60s style, it wasn't so fashionable. I think probably them no. and the Prisoners and that, uh, and the Medway scene was there, you know, but they were around about that time. And they were playing these little nuggets of sort of monkey style 60s pop, but great yeah. live energy. And but verging on psychedelia with the yeah, they had, and stuff, but yeah. not quite. No, they, they, they reined it in, you know, they had this little pop sensibility, you know, and they... It was strange because their first album was actually on a major label. I think it was A&M Records and it was a live mini album called Friday the 13th Live at the Marquee. And it was strange, it was strange <laughs> you know, and it was a really good live album. But to come out on a major label like that and yeah. and then sort of pretty much disappear. They only had the one album then, which was, I think, ABC Records. Well, I must admit, I mean, even at the time, I mean, really? I didn't hear much about them because no. I never went to see them. And... Um, if they'd have been playing local gigs, I probably would have done. But um, just to mm. sync without trace, you know, after putting out a record on a major album, yeah, on a, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, what happened to them? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a bit sad actually because I was sort of researching, you know, one of those things that you think, whatever happened to that band? Why didn't they make it? And when I was looking, searching the internet, there's very little information about them. Very difficult to track them down. The only thing I could find is unfortunately one of the singers. I think passed away, Craig Lindsay, in, in December 2009, by the look of it, which is really sad. So um, I wanted to play that um, to, just to, as, as, a, as a pointer to some of those bands that you see over the years and you think they could have been huge. Why weren't they huge? You know, and you can't mm. understand it. And, mm. We've seen um, so many of them. Right, and what have you got from your little bag of punk rock goodies <laughs> now, Adam? You, you've got this uh, horde of old classics, haven't you? And mm. I have. This is this is as crackly as a fire because it's ripped from the vinyl. Um, this is the kids just want to dance by Fast Cars. They're they're a Manchester band. I think this is one of their two or three singles from 1979, and it's a loving little power punk classic that was on Killed by Death Records. Jimmy X. 
Did you like the drum mix on that? Did you hear the hi hat? Yeah, it must have been produced by the drummer, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he slipped in a fiver anyway. Um, yeah, good band. Uh, they broke up. They reformed again a couple of years ago. Tour Japan. I don't know anything else. They toured Japan. Yeah, they toured Japan. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, very anthemic song that. Yeah, um, great singer. Well, it is, isn't it? it? I mean, it's it's power pop by numbers, but it's done really, really well. It's a classic power yeah. pop track, you know. Yeah. And that was that was Fast Cars, was it? Yeah, and hopefully there'll be more little nuggets from me. Yes, your little bag of punk rock <laughs> nuggets that he's got hidden away. Yeah, I'm not going to get them all out. Of <laughs> well, that's great. I think that's been laser etched on my brain now. <laughs> that <Yeah>. song. <laughs> That's a mark of a great song, you know, you've got to it sing is. along, you know, you, you've got to nod your head, sing along to that one. It's one of those songs that when you go to bed tonight, you'll be going, the kids, let's dance, oh yeah. <laughs> right, next up we've got Elephant Stone and Love the Sinner, Hate the Sin. reasonably new band formed by Rishi from the High Dials and the, the Datsuns um, and that track's available as a free download from their website elephantstonemusic.com um, so who says you don't get anything good for free anymore well that's a great quality track to get for free Steve track, so it's worth checking out and uh, Rishi is probably better known as a, as a virtuoso sitar player really well, very psychedelic sound. Yeah, he, he gets some. He's a, he's a great sitar player, and he's, he's actually played with the Brian Jones Sound Massacre, uh, the Black Angels soundtrack of our lives. He's performed live with them, playing sitar. And um, I said, seeing them live, and they, they they came over to the UK 
last October and they played at the Lexington in Islington and seeing him play sitar live is something that you've just got to see. Does, just, he, does he, he sit on the floor? He sits on the floor on this platform with his real sitar and the band is great and they are just a great band. You know, they, they, they build this fantastic sort of uh, psychedelic pop, rock, ragga stuff and it's mm. a great band to catch live. So I recommend... Um, Light show? Well, you know, I suppose <laughs> <laughs> at the Lexington you're not going to get much of a live show, but... Uh, the, the, yeah. Certainly one to watch out for in 2012. That's yeah. my tip for, for 2012. Quite, quite so a Stone Roses like, isn't it? Um, subtle influence in the yeah. name, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Rishi's a very... They've always been influenced by English sort of modern 60s music and um, uh, and, and I think but definitely a band to look out for yeah, in, good in 2012. Yeah, great. Excellent tracks, Steve. Thank you. And what's next, Adam? Um, I'm going to dig into my old bag again. No, the punk rock the, the bag. Old, the old punk rock bag held together by safety pins. Of course. <laughs> and button badges. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great uh, band. They released the first single on Small Wonder Records called Radio Wonder Bowl, which is a great song. Uh, this is a tribute to the record label. It's called Small Wonder. The carpets. <laughs> Carpets and small wonder. Did you like that, chaps? Very good. The first time I've heard that. We'll actually, we'll actually yeah. now we've got we're looking at one of their original 1977 vinyl singles here. Yeah, yeah got the first life. EP ever, the first released by Small Wonder Records. Mm. Well, this is the How About Me and You EP by the Carpets, which has got Small the, Wonder. It's got the Sublime Radio Wonder Bar in it. One of my favourite songs of all time. Yeah. It's great. But uh, the Carpets. Sounds like a great band, Adam. So, yeah. uh, what's the SP on them? Um, didn't get anywhere, broke up. Reformed in 2006, still doing the odd gigs, the odd tour. Oh, right. They didn't fit into any neat category, I think, and they weren't maybe as photogenic, or maybe A&R men didn't like them, and they didn't want to travel up to the northeast. I don't know, but uh, was, I certainly think they deserve to be up there. I mean, like I said, that's the first time I've heard of them, and... Uh, and that's the great thing about about that punk period. You can still find those hidden gems, you know, that uh, deserve a, a sort of a good listen to now. Well, there'll be more to come in later shows, that's for sure. Yep. Excellent. Um, Can't wait for them. Okay, and now I'm going to give you a little bit of a quiz. I'm going to play a record to you two. And mm. let's see which era that you think this is from. And um, well, it, could be a, it could be a hidden... B-side from an established classic band, it could be an outtake, it could be from the vaults, and uh, you know, have a listen to this, and um, I'll test your knowledge at the end of the track. Is there a prize? <laughs> <laughs> Is 
chap. So, what do you think? Well, sounds like something straight out of 67 to me. Sounds like I've been smoking a lot of dope and And eating a lot of LSD. (laughs) Not on this pod, you're not. (laughs) I'm just eating crisps at the moment. (laughs) Crunch, crunch. So what do you reckon, Adam? Was that that a Nuggets Lenny K special? It sounded like. It sounded like 13 floor elevators, seeds, even the trogs maybe. Yeah. That sort of era. Ah, well. I'm not aren't I? So spill the beans. Spill the beans. Yeah. Well, that that is the Frowning Clouds, and they are um, a very young Australian band, and that was just released last year on um, <laughs> Hard to Believe, on the, from an album called Listen Closelier, which was released on a Spanish label, I think now of Seville called Saturno Records, and I saw them. Well, I heard, I heard that as well, and I thought the same thing. I thought that's that's Standells. That's a, that's a, I've never heard that Standells track before, or is it? Yeah. You know, is it the chocolate watch band track? Yeah. Was it? But no, I mean, it, and hard to believe that they are a, a very young modern band, and they're from Geelong, in Australia, and they must be in their early twenties, I reckon. And uh, as I saw them last year at the Camden Blues Kitchen, and Lem Price Three um, played with them at, at a fantastic gig, and, and they're just really lovely young guys, you know, and, and amazing that they've got this authentic retro yeah. sound. And it, it doesn't sound forced, it, no. it sounds authentic. Perfect, and yeah. again, live they are just great. They're yeah. just full of this enthusiasm, I mean, they're they're just bouncing on stage, they're great, they're full of this energy. Lovely guys, and, and, and good luck to them, and um, it's a real pleasure to sort of get to see yeah, them. I enjoyed it, I like that a lot. Well, I enjoyed it, and of course, that's a gig you're never going to forget, Steve, because that was when the girl took all the kit off, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, if, if it was, fr- wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. If the, if the families of the frowning clouds are listening, you know, um, uh, and they did get a lot of uh, nice comments on on the Facebook and blog that I did about them from their from their families, their worried families in in Australia. <laughs> Um, the, the poor guys had, on their first European tour, mm-hmm. but they were well looked after. Assaulted by, <laughs> assaulted by topless ladies. Yes, they were attacked. Oh, they were attacked. Really? I remember one debate. I think it was a bass player, a lovely, lovely yeah. guy, and he, he he sort of said, "I've never seen that before." You know, <laughs> and as this um, girl was uh, dancing quite enthusiastically on stage before their set. Uh, yeah. But that's for another another pod, I think. You know. Right, and next on our playlist is the Jet Sonics, and this is New Romance. Straight out the bus, as soon as they start, laser all up and what is driven on the floor. They say you don't need a sound check. Close enough is good enough for father's wreck I said, ow, ow, this is just how I started Ow, ow, we're gonna lost I said, ow, ow, this is just how I started Ow, ow, we're gonna lost Oh, this is just a start Going straight to your heart I said, oh, yeah, everybody looking for the new romance Wait, plug in, some tree blokes at the bar most of this crowd could have shed the same cup We play them fast, we play them loud Maybe there'll be three more next time around Said oh, oh, this is just how I started Oh, oh, we're gonna lost the set Oh, oh, this is just how I started Oh, oh, we're gonna lost Oh, oh, this is just how I started Oh, 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 we're gonna lost the set this is just how I started out Now, we're gonna lost Oh, that's a just a start Going straight to your heart and go Everybody looking for a new romance I say, oh That's a just a start Going straight to your heart and go Yeah. 
London's finest exponents of power, pop, punk, reggae, rock and roll, yeah. the Jet Sonics. Noisy guitar stuff. Noisy guitar stuff. And yeah. it just so happens we've got one of their members in the pod tonight, Adam. You know. um, that's, so, that's my match fee. Yeah, that's <laughs> another, right. another porky prime cut of a three minute power pop, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, great. And that was from your second EP, the yeah. Brown Source EP. And so what's happening with the Jet Sonics, Adam? What, what have you got planned for 2012? Um, doing a demo, a few demos in a couple of weeks up in Hertfordshire with a mystery producer who's actually asked us for a change and we're not having to pay, which is nice. Oh. Uh, okay. We've got three or four new songs. We've invested in some new equipment. We've uh, invested in a new look. Um, a new look? Ooh, yeah. New look jets on it. Writing new material. Next gig up's... Uh, 10th of March, Saturday night, 10th of March at the Grey Horse where you saw the Pirates. Yay! Oh, good pub rock Love venue. that venue. Love great the Grey inter- Horse. Great little intimate venue, so it uh, be nice to see a few people there. Yes. And uh, that also matches up with uh, the Clarendon. Who, who did you see at the Clarendon, Paul? Uh, I saw you two at the Clarendon. Yeah. One Department of your choices, Yeah. Well, that, that song was written about uh, one of my... Punk bands back in the day playing the Clarendon. Uh, I might have seen H- you. Hence the line, we, we plug into three blokes at the bar, which was <laughs> yeah. about what there was. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope there's a few more than three down the Grey Horse on uh, uh, when you play down there next month, Adam. Well, I'm looking at two already, so we haven't yeah. got <laughs> I think I'm washing my hair that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we'll be catching up with um, more news on the Jetsonics, and it's good to get a, an idea of what it's like to be a band in uh, the modern day and age, uh, with all this technology we've got to deal with, and, uh, and and comparing it with how we when we were musicians back in the 80s, and, uh, uh, and it's good to get an idea of, of what how, how a band works today. Yeah, so, you know, we'll be catching up with you, Adam, and... Uh, I'll and, be telling you how recording is easier and selling is more difficult. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is the bottom line. That's probably true, isn't it? You know? yeah, absolutely. That's a great track, and that's from the Brown Source EP, which you can get from uh, all the regular retailers, yeah. Tesco's, Amazon, iTunes, Waitrose. <laughs> Back of a van. <laughs> What's next up then, Steve? Right, we're going to end tonight's show on um, a band which is dear to all of our hearts here in the pod, and we even played them and talked about them in the pilot episode. Um, now, this is a new single from the Rosillos. And it is called Out of This World.
that, and we were just talking about that. It must be. It's a classic slice of Rosillo, isn't it? Oh, I mean, that, it's a perfect seven-inch single. Big movie space punk. Perfect. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great slice of Rosillo's. Yeah. And in our pilot episode, we yeah. talked about the Rosillo's. We did. And although we did promise not to repeat bands from episode to episode, we broke our rule already by playing the Rosillo's. Could be. You know, not just because we all like Faye Fife, you know, but it's... But that's uh, their brand new single, Steve. It's a brand new single, yeah. and that's called Out of This World, and it's just released on their own Rosillo's Records. And you can get it from their website, rosillo's.com, or you can get it from Amazon, and it's available as a as a classic seven-inch vinyl single. And the sleeve is great. It's this great day-glow Rosillo single. It's, you've got to get the vinyl. It's a limited-edition vinyl. But that's it's such a beautiful vinyl. production. But they always had a good production, Rosillo's, yeah. didn't they? They're, 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 it's such a shame that they only really managed to get one real album out of the punk era, you know. And, and as I said last year, I think if I was to look back on my gigs of 2011, I think the Rosillos at the Camden Underworld would be pretty. I, I, and I saw some great gigs last year, but I think that would have been one of the highlights. Yeah. And um, I'm glad to play it and uh, buy it. And let's let's hope they get an album out soon because, uh, as I said in the pilot episode, that when you see a band and they say. Here's a new song. You sort of all think, "Oh dear, yeah. oh no, here we go." <laughs> but they're playing, and they played a couple of new songs which were, were as good as that. And um, and it's they really, the whole set just just merged. You know, you you had a new song which was as good as a classic. And um, I'm looking forward to a new record, and I hope they get one out in 2012. And uh, and that was the Rosillos. So just a little bit of news before we go. Uh, you know, the Godfathers have now just confirmed that Lem Price Three are supporting them at their St Valentine's Day Massacre gig at the Islington Academy, and that's on February the 14th. Um, that's great news. That's going to be fantastic, isn't it, guys? That's to going see to be a good gig. Great. Two good bands, uh, and the Godfathers. So um, thanks to Dell, especially from the Godfathers, and for, for letting the Lem Price 3 play, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And obviously we'll be reporting back on that and playing a couple of tracks maybe in a future episode. And the previous night? And the previous night, this is great news, um, the Liars, legendary... 80s revival garage band from Boston, who Paul, you never saw, did you, in all your years of photographing classic bands? I missed? saw Jeff Connolly do uh, a, a, a gig at the Boston Arms, but it wasn't a Liars gig. Ah, and now you've got your chance. I've got my chance. So the Liars will be at 93 feet east in London's Brick Lane on the 13th of Feb. And they have made one of the classic garage revival bands in Liars on Fire, which is one of those albums which is just right through great stuff you know and we're looking forward to seeing them and catching up with the band and also just um, a bit of news Gary Loveridge is presenting his Blank Generation a collection of original punk posters at the 198 Contemporary Arts Gallery in Brixton and that will be running from January the 27th right through to March the 6th um, you can get more info on that at www.198.org.uk and David Worth, who's um, kindly featured some of his punk rock cartoons on the Retroman blog, um, he's got an exhibition on at the KGB Studios in Los Angeles, which is now the Punk Rock Museum. Um, have a look at the Retroman blog and check out his cartoons. Uh, they're worth having a, having a look at. And we'll be off to see Monica and the Explosion, featuring Paul Slack, uh, the original UK subs bassist, on January the 28th at the Castle in Sheerness. So we'll report back on that in a future episode. Right, and that's the end of the first episode of Retrosonic Podcast. So um, thanks for listening, and we hope you'll be back again. And please contact us with any suggestions, ideas, and comments. and um, Criticisms. Well, yeah, not so much criticism, <laughs> but, you know. We can... <laughs> so drop us a line. You can contact us on retrosonicpodcast at gmail.com. So drop us an email. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we're also setting up a, a little forum as well where you can sort of contribute some ideas and discuss sort of things with like-minded people and you can find that on the retrosonic.proboards.com um, but all the links to bands you know and information on what we play and and sort of and obviously there's lots of exclusive Paul Slattery photographs up on the Retro Man blog <laughs> <laughs> you know thank you Paul for your great help you know and thank um, you Steve not charging me and um, and you can find that on www.retromanblog.com um, so go on there you'll find all the links to bands pictures reviews gigs a lot more information in uh, and, and more in-depth stuff on there 
And you can keep up to date with the Jetsonics on www.thejetsonics.com. Right, thanks for listening, everybody. And um, a bit of sad news today. Um, the day that we're recording the podcast, we found out that Etta James had passed away. Um, so we're going to play a little tribute for her now. And this is Good Rockin' Daddy. <laughs> Good rockin' daddy, good rockin' daddy, good rockin' daddy.